This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G with you on a football Friday. We're getting set for wildcard weekend here. we got a lot to get to. Our buddy Eddie Gross from FanDuel joins us next hour. But right now, we have a guest with us. We're very excited to have back on the show, Jill Gallant. He, of course, sports betting analyst with FTM Bets and host of Touchdown Town and Dog Day Afternoon with Bets Media. Jill, welcome back to the show. It is wildcard weekend. And uh, we got a lot to talk about here. Let's start with the game I know you're going to be honed in on, 49ers-Cowboys. Cowboys are your team. Uh, all right, first, how are you handicapping? And then second, how do you feel? There's a different feeling when your team's about to play in a playoff game. Like, you have the, the butterflies, the nerves. How do you handicap it, and then how you feel it? Yeah, Joe, Joe's, you guys are going to get me emotionally tilted just to, immediately to start the interview here. Uh, I mean, for me, I'm probably going to emotionally hedge and take the 49ers money line in this spot, uh, <laughs> honestly. And the reason being is just because I've probably been – I'm the glass half-empty Cowboys fan. I'm the one who's telling people, like, hey, don't get, don't buy into all the turnovers that they were able to generate on these four teams. Let's just kind of actually look at the raw data here. And the defense is just not as strong as I hope. And one of the things is, like, I, I try not to get too caught up in player matchups, but Debo Samuel scares the hell out of me. Um, just from a breaking time, like I had a bad dream, like on Tuesday night, just for whatever reason, I had a dream of the game of Debo just breaking a tackle of a Michael Parsons, just ghost arming, trying to like grab him and then scoring a winning touchdown. It was a terrible dream. But the reality is, is that there's just a lot of things that the 49ers do that can really exploit this defense. Now the Cowboys, they're going to keep it close. So I think obviously uh, 49ers plus three, if we could get to three and a half, I think, you're going to see a flood of money in on the Niners. So I don't think that line is going to move uh, that much. But I think right now for myself, the best bet, if I'm taking a side or total in this game, is going to be 49ers money line. And if it loses, we're on to the next round. I, I love the different approach here. It's quite striking. We've got Joe Giglio here, the Eagles guy, and he's like, they're covering. I think they're going to win. And then we've got Jill, he's like, I'm betting on the Niners money line as in a normal heads. <laughs> we're all, all very different. Different approaches here. Uh, follow up on your Cowboys. Uh, you mm-hmm. hit on the defensive points, which I think are important. But what about offensively? Uh, there's a lot of people that seem to be getting fooled by the 50 burgers we've seen in recent weeks. Are Absolutely. you buying in that this Dallas offense is back at the same level from what we saw in the first six weeks? Not 100% convinced because I think 
there is a drop off from Michael Gallup to Cedric Wilson, for example. And that wide receiver three matchup, I think, is going to be key against this 49ers secondary. I think Cedric Wilson is pretty good, but he's not Michael Gallup good. And you could see when the games that they were playing, how much Dak favored to throw to him, especially with Cooper either being blanketed or CeeDee Lamb just maybe not getting open the way that he needs to. Um, so th- I think those scores, like obviously the Cowboys finished as the season as the highest scoring team in the NFL, but I think that's a little bit of a mirage, especially because we've seen Dak in these kind of tight playoff spots, like where maybe just, you know, some of his decision-making, his, you know, second read is just isn't there the way that you want it to be. And if he's not making quick decisions, that defensive line is going to get to him fast because that's the 49ers strength. Uh, so, I think right now the 49ers, you know, they rank bottom 10 in both yards and catches and touchdowns allowed to wide receivers this season. So I think you are going to see some wide receivers like a CeeDee Lamb or Cedric Wilson, for example, who is my best touchdown bet of that game to score a touchdown in that matchup. Joe, so you said you're taking every uh, underdog money line. (laughs) Now you mentioned uh, that emotional heads with the Dallas Cowboys, but uh, with the Niners, the Cowboys, take us through the process here. And what would it take for you to come out ahead here? What, What do you need to happen for this, this six pack of, uh, of Moneyline underdogs to give you a profit. Well, and I wanted to bring this up today because Joe, Joe O brought up a good point yesterday about talking about how like the chatter of the underdog money lines and just underdogs in general is making kind of, you know, a money line underdog better like myself, maybe a little more on edge just because usually it's the favorites that get that big narrative as we go on through the week. But I, I, I kind of, I kind of feel like the new cycle as far as betting goes is almost like cyclical. Like, we start yesterday, we're talking about dogs. I feel like now today you're seeing a lot more uh, analysts and people come out and kind of make that strong betting case for the favorites, especially over the last 24 hours. Uh, so I think by the time we get to Sunday, you're going to hear more people talk about how dogs are going to win on <laughs> on uh, this weekend. And then you're going to hear about all, you know, don't, don't look out for the favorites kind of thing because they're going to come out and roll. So my strategy for this is that I was trying to, I could make a betting case, I felt like, for every single dog money line. And I was just trying to narrow it down. And I got to a point where I was like, you know what, why am I narrowing this down? Why don't I just take all of them and take out the strategy on this and just make that the strategy? So, and I've been pretty successful with that mindset for other sports and just in general. So uh, I expect at least two to hit. If two hit, would be the lowest odds. So this weekend, for example, it would have to be like the 49ers and the Patriots, for example. You'd probably lose about a half unit if you only won two. But I honestly think we're going to get at least three this weekend. And it's probably going to be ones that we're not thinking about because I think of last year's playoffs. A lot of talk about whether the Colts were going to go into Buffalo and upset. A lot of talk about Tennessee being a home dog to Baltimore. And it was the two games that we weren't talking about that actually won. It was the Cleveland Browns going into the Heinz Heinz Field as a plus 200 underdog and put up like over 40 points. And then it was Jared Goff with a broken thumb going into Lumen Field and winning. And it was just two games that I, if you had to pick the six last year, it was not those two games that I thought were going to win. So I think that's the one thing that I love about football and just in general with betting is that even though we have a pretty good lean on what's going to happen here, there is going to be some shenanigans this weekend, and we're going to probably see at least two. I'm thinking three Moneyline underdogs are going to win this weekend. So let's just take them all and let Gambler sort them out. <laughs> gambler. I hate that. Uh, I, <laughs> I had a few choice words, <laughs> but I, I stopped myself right there. Uh, everyone that follows you on Twitter, at GDog5000, knows that your specialty is is anytime touchdowns and we have limited games so i expect a lot of people that aren't typically betting props like that to jump in uh jump in the water here so uh help them out yeah sure uh best bet i generally don't take bets below plus 200 so this is how confident i feel in this one damian harris at plus 120 
will double your money. I, I can almost like, I, I'm not ready to put my credibility on it, but it's that close because he scored four touchdowns in two games versus the Bills this year. Um, and the Patriots offense, while they can be limited in certain aspects, especially with the pass, they know how to run the ball. 24 rushing touchdowns this year. That was second in the NFL. Harris has scored a touchdown in 10 of his last 11 games, 14 touchdowns total in that span. The only player that has more touchdowns in that span is Jonathan Taylor. And if you could get Jonathan Taylor at plus 120 in a playoff game, you'd be taking out a loan to load up on that bet. So if I can get Damian Harris at plus 120, that to me is my best touchdown bet of wildcard weekend. Jill, that's great. We were talking about Harris earlier, his prop, his rushing prop, touchdown prop. Um, do you have a favorite play for this weekend, whether it be a side, whether it be a total? Like your, your favorite, if you had to pick the number one Jill Gallant play for wildcard weekend, where would you go? All right, I feel like I'm kind of pandering to the hosts here. It's Eagles money line, man. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hey i'm brett podolsky co-founder of the farmer's dog we make fresh food for dogs we started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog jada when she stopped eating ultra processed kibble and started eating fresh whole food the farmer's dog food isn't fancy it's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs it's better for them and easier for you get 50 percent off your first box at the farmersdog.com slash podcast that's the farmersdog.com slash podcast at plus 300 because i i'll be honest with you i know joe is looking at me right now like come on this guy uh, gets like, it. No, I, I can't i can't take it anymore it's been five days i know it's, <laughs> you hear it every day all day with joe joe g here and the reason being man is i honestly feel like we're kind of just casually glossing over the fact that the eagles put up 40 on that saints defense if you go look at who was playing in that game it was all the same players that basically limited the bucks to 27 points two games and it's the same one that held the Brady to 32% on third down. Goddard didn't play in that first matchup. I think that's their best pass-catching option outside of Devontae Smith. But, again, I just think that he's going to be a little bit more of a difference maker. The Eagles were 6-3 and three in row games this year. And I kind of feel like this moment's like not, it's not going to be too big for Hurts. Like, you think about the big games that he's played in his life, you know what I mean? It just like whether with Alabama or Oklahoma. Um, and I really like him to score a touchdown this weekend, too, at plus 210. Uh one of the reasons being why I like Hurts to score as well, and that's my best bet for touchdown for that game, 
is he faced four teams that finished the 2021 season that were the top 10 in both rushing yards and touchdowns allowed. That was the Broncos, the Saints, the Bucks, and the 49ers. The only game he didn't score was against the Broncos, and he had over 80 yards rushing in that game. He had six touchdowns in the other games. So if you're getting him over plus 200, that's a bargain to me. Hey, this guy knows what he's talking about, Joe. This is why we bring these great guests on. Yes. They, they see things the right way. Uh, and it's just yeah. the value, right? Like, again, it's just yeah. one of those things. Again, Tampa Bay is just a little bit battered. I think we're kind of overlooking uh, the impact of Chris Godwin not being in this lineup anymore. Antonio Brown to a lesser extent. But just the fact that, you know, you're going to be able to – I'm not going to say Darius Slay is going to neutralize Mike Evans, but I think that that matchup is going to be key. I think, obviously, Rob Gronkowski and the fact that the Eagles give up – the most touchdowns and tight ends, that's going to be a key concern here. Um, so if they can s- slow down Gronk and maybe get a little bit more of a pass rush where he has to come in and maybe more block more so than catching passes, that's, uh, to me, that's a ticket to be able to get this game to what I would consider is going to probably come down to the final possession. I, I want to go back to uh, betting all of the dogs on the money line. And mm-hmm. what you'll hear a lot of people say, and I think it's a pretty strong advice, since a lot of the futures value has been completely sucked out of the market at this point. For the That's most right. part, we know the path, or at least we can figure out what we think the path is going to be for all these teams and the seating is set. So a lot of the value is gone. Do you plan on doing a money line rollover with any of these if they hit? And, and what I'm talking about is, it, let's say, Joe said he's taking San Francisco money line. And San Francisco to win the Super Bowl right now is in the 20 to 22 to 1 range. You will most likely get more value if the Niners do make a run. If you do a money line rollover, you win this bet, you take your bet and your winnings, and you roll it over to the next round, which they will likely be an underdog. Absolutely. I think that's probably the best way to do it if you believe in that team getting to the Super Bowl. I think I would probably stop once you get to the Super Bowl because whatever team you're banking on here, they're going to be an underdog in that game too, likely. Uh, so I think I would be just be a little hesitant. I think the rollover strategy is good, but I think uh, I would probably stop it after after the, the, the NFC title game or the AFC title game if you're going to do that strategy. But I think the Niners fit that description. I think the Raiders, to a lesser extent, kind of fit that description because, again, they're going to be playing likely. So they go to Arrowhead. <laughs> yeah, well, a team that they're kind of familiar with, I would think. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, you know, as well, uh, or Tennessee, depending on how the matchups unfold kind of thing, right? So uh, I think those two teams kind of fit that description of ways that you could do that. But um, I, I think uh, we almost have to kind of bet all dog money lines in this round and just kind of see where the – where the chips fall. But I do agree with you, Joe, that I think the rollover strategy for a team might be a little, is a little more profitable uh, in the short term and long term than just basically doing it like at a six to one to win the AFC conference championship, for example, or something. And, and if lines. you're worried about hedging out, you don't have to, you don't have to deal with any of that. You can just, like you said, Oh, I don't want to deal with going to Lambo. My team's not going to win this matchup. I can walk away. Yeah, absolutely. And then you can invest in uh, some touchdown props or uh, maybe just some player props that are <laughs> a little bit more ideal. Maybe like a, if it's a Lambo sit scenario and you think that they're going to get rolled, it could be an Aaron Rodgers over two and a half touchdowns prop and you probably get it at plus money. Gio, where do you lean on the Pats and Bills? The lowest the lowest total of the weekend, 44. Uh, it's going to be about zero degrees in Buffalo on, on Saturday night. And Josh Allen hasn't played his best football when it's really, really cold outside. Uh, what do you think here? Belichick's getting points. It's very enticing when I see that. Bill Belichick getting four points in a playoff game. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously I'm taking the money line in the spot. But at the same time, just in a vacuum, just looking at this game, and you're already seeing the total drop. It was 44 yesterday, now down to 43 and a half. 
and with that bad weather and cold conditions coming into play. And um, I can't attribute it right now, but I believe somebody was talking about Josh Allen, like where his, you know, in his career in 30 games to 30 degrees or below, it's like around 50% completions and six touchdowns right. and only seven picks. So, um, and the Patriots pass game, I think there is, is weak. I mean, they only had 24 passing touchdowns this year and the new Orleans saints had more passing touchdowns this year. So, I mean, what does that tell you with that quarterback situation? So uh, I just think that there's not strong enough uh, from a Patriot standpoint um, to kind of overcome the bills and we'll need to rely on the run. And if that's the case, then the clock is just ticking, you know, in that spot. I think one of the things that actually makes me a little concerned about taking the under, if I had to make like a counter argument against myself, it's just the Patriots defense over the last four games does not look shut, you know, uh, over the last four, 25.7 points allowed, for the season, it was 17.8. So, uh, and in those losses or in those games, three of those games were losses. The only game where they put up a huge amount was 50 on Jacksonville, right? So uh, I think the cold weather is going to come into play. The under feels good, but as we get closer to uh, kickoff, uh, you could probably see that maybe even drop to 42. Joe, a lot of different markets that are available now that we're in uh, playoff time that aren't available throughout the year, not at least not everywhere. Uh, we were talking earlier in the week, like the uh, passing yards leader, rushing yards leader, receiving yards leader of the weekend, do stuff like that. If you wanted to, if you're projecting a particular team to be in the Super Bowl, hey, maybe take their quarterback to be the MVP. You'll get much better odds than you will a, a month from now or anything else that you think is worth mentioning that we have not discussed. I mean, outside shot, I kind of brought him up earlier in the week, but if we're talking about like the 49ers, for example, making a potential Super Bowl run, I'd be having a look at Debo Samuel on the rush yards problem, mm. just because again, like you're not going to get him in the typical running back market of like where, you know, uh, Eli, I bet Eli Mitchell probably has lower odds in that spot than he would, but just because of the rush per yards per carry, like, like he's averaging like 6.8 yards per carry uh, over the last eight games, it's over 55 yards a game. And, he's going to have to be utilized even more as they get deeper into the playoffs. Um, I could see him putting up like 80 to hundred yards just against the Cowboys defense this weekend. And then at the next weekend, they're playing against the 40, uh, the Packers or the, or the whatever, however it shapes up, whatever team that they're going to face, really, there's only, in my opinion, one strong run defense in, in the NFC and that's the Buccaneers. And I still think Debo could get 60 to 80 yards on that defense as well. So that would be one I would look at. Shield, very quickly, where can all of our listeners get the rest of your touchdown props for this weekend? Absolutely, Joe G. Uh, I'm going to be having a uh, special edition, a wildcard edition of Touchdown Town tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's going to be airing on Bets TV. Myself and my co-host, Brendan Deeg of National Football Post, we're going to give our best touchdown bet for all six wildcard playoff games. I'll be uh, putting up the YouTube link for that here shortly. Make sure to check in, and we'll, let's cash some tickets. Joe Gallant, our, one of our favorite guests. Joe, good luck this weekend with all the money line bets. We'll talk soon. We'll come back. A lot of NFL to get to for the Sunday games. Joe O, Joe G, Becky Daily, presented by Fan Duel Sportsbook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 